What's your? Oh no, never mind. I was going to ask you what's your favorite Rough House production, but there's been so many that I I don't know if you've seen all of them. At least a fifth of it is not very good. Like what was? Well, it? you got uh, you got Jonah Hill's The Sitter. That's not uh, as listen. That's that was almost like the end of Jonah Hill's career, and it got David Gordon Green in director jail. But that movie's not that bad. That came out when I worked at the theater, and that uh, I saw. I went in and saw that. Be, like I had no desire to see it. I went in and saw it because it had so many people walking out and asking for oh, their wow. money back. And we were like, "What the fuck is wrong with this movie?" And still to this day, I can't think of it. Other than there's a point where, like, what is it? Like Method Man comes out and uh, becomes like a like. Uh, basically black people become a prominent part of the story and that was around the time where a lot of older folks would start walking out of the movie oh. because they all of a sudden <laughs> wouldn't understand anything going on in the movie uh and it was the crowd of people that would like come in and buy tickets to random movies and just see whatever like uh we were a huge theater so like old folks homes would come in on the weekends from uh, all yeah, around yeah and just unload like fucking six seven buses old people and they would just fill theaters and go see whatever the hell was out we would have like a a matinee showing of like it's a wonderful life like every saturday and then they for a second movie they would see like a current movie and like shit like the sitter would have tons of them walking out and they just like hang out in the lobby and get coffee and shit like that it was a very strange job but that was one of those ones where we had Tons of people who didn't like it for some reason. That was the only thing I could ever put together because it's like, watch that movie is just kind of like it's just a standard uh, big comedy. That's I mean that's yeah, that's really all it like was. Two thousand tens like waning comedy when they were doing all of those and they were all sort of kind of falling off at the same time. Like yeah, Will Ferrell and all those guys. Like nobody was really hitting it big with anything. I think Campaign came out around the same time as that too. Oof. Uh, that was that was that, another that was one that. Era. Yeah, that was another one that was like so torn with people and had people walking out. Uh, In the like four years I worked at that theater, the like most well-received movie we ever had was fucking Dread. That is one I have not seen. I've heard a lot of good things about. Uh, It's like one of the best comic book movies, but it's like so comic book and so shot on a digital camera. You might enjoy it for just like uh like how ridiculous it is and it's pulling from all these other things and sort of trying to perfect those things uh like bullet time and all this other shit oh. uh, so it's of it's, the era is what you're saying yeah it's definitely but, better than the judge dread one with stallone and wesley yeah, snipes it's, no it's, it's not wesley snipes era. that's another movie it's rob schneider in that movie i'd say it's wesley of snipes the era isn't... but it's like oh, no, the pinnacle of that <laughs> era I think that's one of the best action movies. And I think that one's biggest fault is it kind of uh, steals a lot of its like plot beats from uh, the raid. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've heard it. It doesn't even like take place in the future. It's just in South Africa in a projects building or something. Uh, it's like, I mean, it's all set in the future, but it's like, this is mega city one and it kind of looks like South Africa, but it's definitely yeah. the future. I'm pretty sure the show got canceled at this point, but they were supposed to be doing like a Netflix show for it, Mega City One. Hmm. And that was supposed to expand on that whole world, but it definitely had like fucking hover cars and all sorts of weird shit. It's just you only really see Judge Dredd driving around on his fucking uh whatever the fuck that bike was called. They're all called like Lawbreaker and all sorts of crazy shit. Uh I'm not even like super familiar with that comic book. I just had like a weird soft spot for the Stallone movie growing up and I worked at the theater when that one came out. Uh, Isn't uh what is it? Richard Who did Color Out of Space? Richard Oh, uh, Stanley. Richard Stanley. Isn't his first movie Hard Drive technically in that universe because it belongs uh, to the same comic? yeah i think so i think that's supposed to be it's got some crazy like acronym name but yeah that's i i always thought at least that that's supposed to be the same robot from the stallone judge dread movie that's like a big character in the comic books uh like his brother rico and all that Hmm. uh there's there's someone probably way more familiar with judge dread you could probably get on at some point but 
uh that book has such a deep lore because it runs in like real time like judge dread started so many decades back i think like mid 80s and he's like aging in real time with us so like every year judge dread gets a year older uh at least that's how like the mainline series was so i think judge dread today is like in his 80s or 90s or something and he's like on the grand council or some shit there's like a linear narrative to the whole thing it's fucking insane but that's how 2000 ad did it for so long Uh, and i think they've branched out and done like spinoff stories and stuff that don't run in the timeline now but uh that's why it was interesting to do mega city one because they said it was going to be more uh kind of anthology based and like jumping around and just telling different stories so you never really knew what the fuck you were going to get and they didn't specify if it was going to jump around on the timeline or if it was going to jump around to different characters but definitely an interesting one to check out uh yeah I, if you I like smoking weed or something it's kind of <laughs> yeah. like a big they try to play it up like it's like a big uh drug movie that's kind of a big element of it and it just is like stoner visuals everywhere that's kind of strange mash up with the ultra violence i've I've still got to get around to seeing i think it's on netflix or something so it's definitely on my list and it sounds like that miniseries could have been uh interesting but just to not avoid your question now hans you you asked what my favorite uh rough house movie was or just production in general. Well, obviously, I... Eastbound and Down is the best okay. one. But mm. if we're going to do a movie, uh, the comedy, which I did not know was a rough house film, Tim Heidecker's The Comedy, even though he's an insufferable man these days. Yeah. Uh, that's very... Camp, I can't believe they did Camp X-Ray, the Kristen Stewart, G.I. <laughs> Jane movie. I don't Guantanamo know what the fuck Bay. that is. Uh, have you seen that Arizona movie? I have. It's not that good. I need to like oh, okay. pull up their IMDb. There's a uh, production companies have have IMDb listings that tell you all the movies in their uh, filmography. Somebody fucked up and put in individual episodes of Eastbound and Down, so it looks like it's seventy titles, but it's actually <laughs> only about twenty. <laughs> what a dickhead! <laughs> uh, so That's Hellraiser amazing. will be part of that. Was Prince Foot Avalanche Fist Way their first one? Is what? Was Foot Fist Way their first one? I think no, that was right before. I think yeah. that was them getting together, figuring it out, and then the production company came after. So okay, that was actually Gary Sanchez. Okay, I, I couldn't remember. I haven't seen that like in fucking years. I remember laughing That's my ass off when I watched it. But I was yeah. going to say, if we were talking comedies, I remember that being the one I laughed the hardest at. Definitely, uh, that's still hilarious. T- TV shows. Day. I've only seen the first like three seasons of Eastbound and Down. I don't think I even knew a fourth uh, one came, so I'll have to check that out. But I remember the one where Stevie gets yeah, when he gets like, a wife that, that looks like a little mini fridge. That <laughs> was for a Isn't that, that the guy who jumped in this movie? Yeah, Is yeah, that? a very similar body shape with penguin. Just, just, She's yeah. just Mexican. She's just a Mexican and, woman, though. And they show her nude yeah. in one of the seasons. My oh, God. Yeah. derail it again real quick. How you guys feeling about the new Batman? That's a good question. I feel uh, kind of mixed about that trailer. I think I was more hyped on the first one. There's definitely things I like about this trailer and just the general vibe. But it also kind of has an air of A24 Batman. And I don't like that. It's a little too... <laughs> there's something that's a little too... This is what we need right now for a Batman film, which I, I maybe I, I'm going to have a hard time explaining that. But it just seems like, oh, we have a great cast. The music is great. The visuals are a certain way. I don't like that they show Batman in daylight. Um, that that bothers me. The whole the whole mask that Robert Pattinson is wearing is uh, not my favorite. It does feel like uh, what was it? White Knight, that comic book uh, that came out recently. Yeah, it definitely a bit of a, feels like Reeves was pulling from Sean Gordon Murphy's mm-hmm. designs for sure. Where it's like a the, leathery the, kind of mask. Yeah, and... the Gotham by Gaslight neck collar and everything. Yeah, I, I don't mind that necessarily, but I don't like the execution of it in this movie. It makes the nose look yeah. a little funny or soft it's or something. It's basically like a ballistic helmet shaped like a Batman cowl, like... I I like it because I think they're going for more of like a utilitarian look where it's like this weird, it's 
like Bale's stuff, but one step closer to comic books again. Like every time they do one of these serious ones, they're like, we'll get a little bit closer to the source material, but we're still keeping it like grounded and spooky and dark. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I do suffer like from trying to be Fincher, and that's where yeah, I think yeah, the, yeah. A twenty four stuff comes in where it's gonna be like intentionally up its own ass uh (laughs) which is like just like a tone and vibe now in movies where you almost take yourself too seriously and uh just the way the trailer looks it looks like it's like all the like choice bits from the movie that uh don't really seem to be edited any differently than how they're going to actually play out in the movie so right that i mean that's that's the same three hours of that the same thing that I like about it, which is like, oh, you have the Riddler, and apparently the Riddler's a serial killer. Yeah, now, I, and I, I like, like how that. He looks. I yeah, I'm I'm into it, yeah. but there's also it's like, all right, so I kind of know how they're gonna do. Like they're gonna pull punches as far as this goes. You're not gonna see anything too gruesome. They're not. They could go R with it. They're probably not it's gonna, gonna be go PG thirteen. It. It's gonna be PG thirteen. Yeah. You, you're gonna do venom the, violence. I don't know about that. Uh, where it's just off camera i mean they did a they did a test screening already right and it was like three hours i think they said and like people were raving about it but that could be you know like the a24 crowds like this is fucking art and comic book movies can be art argument is gonna spring up again Uh, or it's just like a, a fun fucking batman movie but i'm like uh I like that it looks more like Batman being a detective. That's the Batman that I like. I've been yeah. trolling on yeah. Twitter like they've never done a real Batman and I keep posting the fucking OG Batman with a fucking Colt 1911 yeah, <laughs> when he purple was just gloves. a rip off a shadow. I'm like, give us the Batman we deserve where he's just fucking blowing heads off. Uh, uh, the, the director said that uh, a lot of the look from it is uh based on francesco francavilla's comics i don't know if you're familiar with him he's one of my favorites because of how retro everything is so i'm excited about that bit at least visually i know that i'm going to like it i've liked every costume that they showed even though uh, colin farrell looks grotesque and doesn't really look like him i kind of like that uh characterization of of like kind of Tony Sopranoing him up with his yeah. accent and everything. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. I really like the Batmobile and how toned down and like simple it is. Uh I I'm I don't know about the director's track record. I don't know if I if I, you know, uh can judge him by that, especially with like Joker that came out, right? Maybe he has that one good film. There's, uh, there's rumors they're gonna try and bring Joaquin in for for that Flash movie. Uh, no, right? for the for the Batman potentially, there's there's a bunch of people that are talking now that they think if the Batman does good, there's going to be some sort of post credit sequence with uh, Joaquin Phoenix coming in. I oh, no. suspected that originally because uh, I I know that no. they had mentioned. Well, there seems to be some idea of a Joker in in the movie yeah. because you have like a joke Joker's style gang that he's beating the shit out of. But then again, it could be like the Red Triangle gang, where it's just a bunch of clowns, like people like dressing up. Or the We Are Batman ones, right? There's, Didn't they do that with the We Are Batman comics? There's stuff that kind of alludes to like it might seed for like Court of Owls. Uh, and then that could also lead to like Endgame and all this other Batman stuff that like Scott Snyder is responsible for that's like fairly current. And that could play into like like there's like almost like different versions of the joker it gets really fucking stupid in my opinion but uh that could play into just getting a different actor to play him all together if phoenix didn't want to come back for it uh but yeah there's a bunch there's like half the crowd thinks that he like pretty much everybody thinks joker is going to show up and be like the surprise at some point because they're being weirdly open about like every facet of the movie uh so everybody thinks there's going to be some sort of like post credit scene or they've been leaving some stuff out because they said the movie's like three hours long, but it feels like there's like parts missing to it. Yeah, there's like, um, the, the, the trio that they have in the film of the villains, the Penguin, Riddler and Catwoman. Everybody knows you got those three. Joker's the fourth one. That's how the 66 movie did it. Anytime you got those three, it's also always Joker. It's a quartet. And that pops up in other forms of media that were vaguely associated with 66 and then a couple of other things. So 
it wouldn't surprise me. I think that probably would be the move. I mean, I know that they were working on Joker too, and that script is still being written. But yeah. where else could you really utilize that character in a in a way that would make sense? It, like, Joe, what is Joker two going to be? How could you? I mean, I'm sure there's some story Who you can play out. Anymore? But Todd Phillips is not reliable when it comes to sequels, so you would probably just get a reiteration. Yeah, in some yeah. facet. Hans, you were going to say something. He does fit in this universe that's setting up at least visually uh, with what we've seen, sure. though, uh, because every every well, even the the Riddler's mask or whatever they've, they've shown, uh, it's very homemade. It's very like I have no money type of thing, uh, just a regular serial killer guy. So he would fit here. I don't, I don't know if I want them to start creating another universe though, because right? I'm kind of <laughs> bored with that shit. Like I'm kind of like I. I thought you guys were going to do like character specific movies that are not really related with each other. So I like that much better than I would love to trying see live to action Joker beat to death in the tunnel of love. Yeah, yeah. yeah I um, and and I I would prefer to see other villains maybe get their origin story if we're going to go there or maybe I don't know even a maybe a Robin movie that's not just flamboyant and, and flowery and colorful like batman and robin uh i would prefer that than them just trying to cram a bunch of random people that are not set up into a universe that just because this will probably be successful and the joker was also successful uh, and uh my one th thing that has me a little bit worried about it is that i don't like the director uh he's the one that did the plan of the AIDS movie movies that i didn't really care for uh, and he's coming straight from that. So I don't know how he's going to be able to manage a movie that's supposed to be toned down and, and not a blockbuster. Uh, so that, that has me a little bit worried, especially because usually blockbuster directors don't, don't do great at handling non-huge, gigantic explosions, gigantic things in a movie. Uh, but everything I've seen, I've, I've liked. I'm just... I'm I'm just done with superheroes. I'm so sick of superhero shit that I'm kind of like, all right, well, it's gonna come out in March or whatever. Maybe I'll come see, I'll go see it, but I'm I'm not really excited about anything that has to do with cape shit anymore. Uh, my friends send me shit all the time. There's like a Hawkeye series coming out, and Hawkeye was my favorite comic book character, and I, I'm just so sick with that shit that I don't care. I don't think Nothing I'm even gonna watch it. Yeah, uh, and and I don't know. I'm just I'm, I'm kind of superheroed out, and and nothing that's coming out soon that that they've uh, announced at least seems exciting to me. You know, you got you got Eternals coming out next weekend or whatever, oh so that's gonna God. be fucking great. Uh, <laughs> so so uh, I don't know. It's the I, only I, one that's like even remotely interesting to me. That's why interesting, I and it's the only one that looks remotely like it's trying to even be a movie at this point. Yeah, not just sell off of the like, hey, it's this guy. That's why I'm like, it'd be really fucking smart and kind of crazy for like this day and age for a big studio movie like that to have already done a test screening and to have just left out any scenes with the Joker in it, and like the movie right. still kind of makes sense because. There was these reviews where nobody was trying to be spoilery, but it was like, I remember reading one where a guy was like, it was kind of confusing and weird, even though it was three hours long. I really liked it overall and the action's amazing, but they talked about it like it was missing something. And I was like, it makes it sound almost like the whole movie itself is some big riddle. Like there's some added narrative layer. And that just might mm. be me like overthinking because I'm like a nutcase writer. But uh, right. I was like, that's how I'd do it if I was doing a big Riddler movie. There'd be some other fucking extra shell that's just like laced throughout the whole thing to make crazy idiots like me lose their fucking mind. Like this Batman movie the... will give you schizophrenia. Like... <laughs> make you watch it 11 times in two days. Like how <laughs> yeah. <kills. laughs> Your girlfriend will leave you. Uh... <laughs> I, I, I'm cautiously optimistic about it. I have a suspicion I mean, I think it's going to be big, but I feel like there's a there is an opportunity, depending on how more the marketing goes, that this is not going to be all that big. This could be the point where the gas kind of runs out on Batman for a little bit. Um, on superhero movies all around. Yeah, I mean, well, Shang Chi 
somehow <laughs> made its made its money. It was like a, a hit. I can't believe that. I'm fully. I was like, Marvel's toast. Shang Chi, Eternals. Nobody's excited for these movies, but I think people just want something to do. And there's that loyalty where it's like, I already, I've already seen 22 of these. I have to see the next one. I'm I'm in too deep now. And uh, I think the same thing will happen with Eternals, and it'll probably be a hit. So I, I don't know. Um, Disney's they... pretty good at bullshitting numbers, though. Uh, That's true, too. I have a lot of friends that have worked there at all different levels. Uh, they're fucking wacky at moving money around and uh, making everything appear profitable so they can get more people to invest in them and Sure, that's more of this bullshit. I've heard rumors before. I think about like Thor two like or something. You read where about they were the China deal? Theaters. No, what what are you what are you referring to? So China has a I, I like we learned about it when we worked at the theater. Once you became a, a manager, and like I said, I haven't worked there since like 2012. It's been almost 10 years now. But back then, it was like just getting pretty popular, and. Uh, I think it was like 22 movies a year China was going to buy. And uh, it was this deal they made where China is like this movie deal. They're going to buy X amount of movies a year. And uh, that's like the only like foreign to them movies, like foreign market movies. They're going to get America, wherever else that's including all sorts of countries they're importing from. Uh, I believe it was 22 when I left there and that was all the studios and everything so they would you and all these studios send them like a screener they can see like the final cut of the movie see what they like about it and they send notes back and these guys decide oh do we want to take the notes and cut these scenes out and stuff you know maybe there's a gay guy or something whatever they don't yeah, like josh it. gad kissing boys dancing with boys yeah. on beauty and the beast yeah. we can't have that if it's, it's really like not. a black guy and a spanish guy and they're holding hands you're not seeing it <laughs> in China. Uh, Did Chang Shi even? I, I heard that he couldn't, like, they blocked it because the main actor said some negative thing yeah, about China back in the I don't know if it years. made it over there. They probably did a bunch of, like, damage control to get it over there. So it might have opened over there now. But that's the whole thing is it had this limited thing. And early on, uh, Disney was lucky to get, like, maybe two or three movies in there. And now it's like pretty much all of the Marvel movies and everything. Disney's one of the big studios that now is just like will bend over backwards to do whatever cutting and editing they need to do down to there's like rumors of like them shooting extra takes that are just like different takes that don't have characters in them and shit. Uh, so there's like essentially Chinese cuts of certain Disney movies and it's like not a conspiracy theory it's like a a real thing that happens and just over the years it's become more and more Disney or Marvel movies whatever the fuck it is being bought over there like China for the most part I don't think really gives a fuck about like our art house scene you used to be able to like get this list like just go to the theater go in the back office and you could look online at this list of like all the movies they bought that year and it like it's not like they're buying a 24 films and shit like that yeah I'd love to see China's version of Titan that should be great Uh, yeah I haven't seen that yet I'm looking forward to that one but uh to what to what you're talking about the one that comes to mind is I think Iron Man 3 where if for the Chinese version, they shot like 35 minutes of scenes with a specific Chinese actor who played a doctor in the American one. And in the American one, he literally just shows up and is like, here, Mr. Stark. You he's need like this. an extra. And he walks out. Yes. And that's it. Yeah. But he's like a big character. He's on the poster and everything on the Chinese cut of Iron Man 3. <laughs> just did so, every scene waving. Yeah. <laughs> They just yeah. cut to him reacting to but things. Ten years ago, it was maybe a movie or two on that 22 list, and now it's like all of their movies, and that's why you see these articles of like you know, uh, Disney scrambling to figure out how to get China on board for Shang Chi and shit like that. And part of that too was they were there was already like rumors about it uh, before it came out that he was like talking shit about China. Uh, there was rumors that they didn't want it just because it came across as like China love us kind of propaganda. Like, right? Well, that guy's got a big they're, they're mouth. Not stupid people, like, 
Yeah. He got in trouble on Reddit for doing what? He was mad that white guys were dating Asian girls and he's got something else going on. And yeah, he was saying, thread. I understand pedophiles. I'm an actor, but I understand. I did research. Him, it's a sexual preference, guys. Yeah. He was trying to get in the Hollywood crowd. That's the move. Yeah, it worked. I mean, it got, it got him Shang-Chi, <laughs> man. He didn't even have to wear a stupid fucking like a uh, mocap outfit to do it either. That'll all go. That's that's being swept under the rug. No one's talking about that right now, and no one will be talking about that. Just like the Ezra Miller thing, because they got more movies planned. Oh my god, that lesbian biker! <laughs> that trailer for Flash looks like absolute garbage. Did you, you weren't watch into that it? You guys see it? Everything film? that had his face in it looked like shit. But I'm look. I'm gonna be. The, I'm more excited for that than I am the Batman because I want Michael Keaton's Bat. I've wanted that since the age of four, basically, and I, it's finally there. Now it could be he's like not monkey's be him paw in this suit, though. He's not uh, gonna yeah. be in the suit at all. <laughs> it's just gonna be Listen, his, him from behind. He's and... just old as shit and can yeah. barely yeah. walk. It's pro- See, look. It's gonna. There's that illusion that's gonna be spoiled. Absolutely, but. It still is what it. It's essentially the third Batman movie in that Tim Burton franchise. That's how it's really being marketed. The Flash is basically yeah, he might as well just be Robin, you know? Right. It'd be great if he was barely in it. Yeah, yes, just yeah. for one scene. He's, he dies says, in the Batman first act. <laughs> Apparently, there's two of them in the movie. I don't know if you guys caught that. Where yeah, Ezra Miller two of is wearing him and a, chick. a Batman suit. No, that's Supergirl. That. That oh, gross super, little eggy Puerto Rican chick is Supergirl. How do you know more about this shit than me? I've been keeping super, tabs super on this. Michael Keaton. Right? It's, like, it's like my job and shit. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, oh, that man. one that has plenty of opportunity to go bad and be a, a monkey's paw situation where it's like you really wanted this. But DC is not good. No, and as it currently stands. I have no optimism for the future of DC Comics uh, post Zack Snyder, essentially. When, Which... when those when those rumors first got announced, uh, I honestly thought like seeing uh, Pattinson too, and like I like him in a lot of stuff. I I'm not an idiot and saw him on things outside of Twilight. Uh, but when that first got announced, but... and there was rumors that Keaton was on board for a new DC movie. He, uh, I thought they were doing like uh, they were gonna just reveal when the movie came out that Pattinson was actually playing Terry and that Keaton was gonna come back as old Bruce Wayne and we were gonna get like the setup for a Batman Beyond movie. I uh, think they're gonna go in that direction, but with a girl. That's my prediction. Uh, what I've heard is that Michael Keaton. Keaton's gonna train like a Bat girl <laughs> or something. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's, it's like you whenever they do shit like that, it's just like it's not gonna work. Stop trying to impress an audience that doesn't buy your shit enough. They're just trying who to it. So so you meet like the people who are gonna show up with the people who aren't gonna show up and they're gonna oh something. No, but people don't give a shit and it typically kills it. Like Ghostbusters, yeah. obviously. That's the go to example. But uh, with Keaton, I remember back in 2014 or 2015, whenever they first announced Batman v Superman, which seemed a good period of time before it actually came out. And it did get delayed. I remember it was supposed to be an August release, and then it got pushed to March of, I think, 2016. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Um, there was a People were speculating, who's going to be Batman? Well, Ryan Gosling, everybody's saying, well, it's gonna, it could be Ryan Gosling. It could be some other guy. There was initially talk that Warner Brothers was considering doing Michael Keaton again. So uh, this was, I think, right after Birdman or right around the time of Birdman. And he he was kind of in the crosshairs. I do think uh, between then and now, people have gotten even more nostalgic about Batman 89 and Batman Returns. And that pushed things over the edge where... Originally it was supposed to be Jeffrey Dean Morgan when Flash was supposed to come out in 2018 or 2019, and then they were just like, "Well, why don't we just do Michael Keaton again?" And that's going to be the direction he's going to be. A, what the speculation has been is that he's going to be like a Nick Fury style character after the Flashpoint, you know, erasing of Zack yeah. Snyder's universe, and he's going to mentor some girl, and that's going to be the new series. Jesus. 
I'm almost I'm almost certain too that the the glimpse of him they just showed on Fandom is just like a CGI shot where they just like mm-hmm. matte painting yeah. the cowl up over it really quick like it's it's so quick and then you see like it looks like they got like the old car together and they just threw a curtain over it to cover up that it probably looks like shit and they need to build a whole <laughs> new one but that didn't that- even look that didn't look like real footage from a movie and if it does it does not look very good it's uh it looks like test footage uh is batman beyond even a big enough property to batman beyond is fucking huge and plagued okay. it had a movie with tarsum right uh dude who did the cell and a uh, bunch of other shit yeah. what's his name I'm pretty there was sure a, no, there was a. It was going to be directed by Baz Yokin, who did Remember the Titans, who was not a stylistic director at all. Yeah, and he knew hell? nothing about Batman Beyond. And this was going to be made around the same time Aronofsky was doing Batman Year One, but they pulled the plug on that film first, and then eventually Aronofsky couldn't get something in order for Batman Year One. Even though they had the script, they had the concept art, they were starting to like put everything in order. But then it just, that just fell apart, and then they started talking to Christopher Nolan, and that really killed Batman Year One. So is the Batman Beyond girl going to be wearing blackface like in the cartoon? God, I hope so. <laughs> There's supposed to be a Batgirl like that. I don't know if you ever saw the second Batgirl, Cassandra. She's a, she's a fat little um, Asian girl in Birds of Prey, the movie. And she's supposed to grow up to be Batgirl. No, I didn't watch Birds of Prey the movie. I, well, you're missing out. Yeah. That was that. Listen, I'll, I'm a defender of the Birds of Prey movie that it is not as bad as people have made it out to be. Yeah. And, Are uh, you a defender of Birds of Prey the series? From the I watched 2000s? Birds. Of, listen, in that time where there were no Batman movies, you would take whatever you could get. You watch fan films and tell yourself that's the fifth Batman movie. You look at fan art of David uh, Boreanaz from Angel dressed up as Batman and go, yep, that, that's a real poster. This is what's coming out in 2002. Uh, when Birds of Prey dropped on the WB, I was thrilled, especially since you got Joker, even though he was out of focus in that first episode. And they got Mark Hamill to do the voice, and it was Roger Stone Street or somebody as, uh, as the, the physical form of the Joker, some nobody who hasn't done anything right. since. I need to um, see if I can find that again. Yeah, it's on DVD. They released it on DVD maybe about 10 years ago. I haven't watched it since. Clayface is the villain in the season finale. And it's essentially just a dude with a little bit of muck on his face. Yeah. He's in Arkham. He, he plays like a an Italian version of Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> with mud on his face. With the, Yeah, he looks acne scarred. <laughs> he just looks like Anthony Cumia showing up. <laughs> um, oh, man. All right, well, we're at the two-hour mark now. Uh, we were going to do... I think we got to save that bonus show because it's getting very late. Yeah, right. Uh, so we, I don't want to keep do you that. guys up on night. We'll, we'll cut this up into two parts, maybe, and release that uh, over a week, and that'll be the show. So, Spencer, thank you for coming on Movies and talking about uh, the DC Comic-Con release. Yeah. Black Adam we, we didn't get into. Fandom, what else was there? Yeah. DC Fandom, where they... Yeah, they, he's uh, clumping under a comic bullshit. <laughs> I think last year oh, they had that... Matt Reeves, like a hologram of Matt Reeves talking to a hologram of some <laughs> reporter. Blowing Batman. The <laughs> only thing about the Black Adam thing that I thought was funny is that I, I can't believe that this image has not become a meme yet. <laughs> oh, this movie looks You know, great. the rock is just standing <laughs> in, on the green screen and it looks like shit. Like see, I thought yeah, this that. was going to. Uh, Black Adam's actually directed by Neil Breen. Yes, that's, that's that when your black point doesn't match your background. <laughs> Looks good. Even his outfit is light skinned. <laughs> uh, what was the other movie? They did Black Adam, The Flash, The Batman, and yeah, good question. Forgetting one. Good fucking question. There was a bunch Last of season eight. stuff, wasn't there? Uh, a bunch of what stuff? Wasn't there some animated stuff, too? Well, yeah, they're planning a couple of different Batman shows. Did you see that Jeremiah Watkins got cast as the Joker for some animated series? <laughs> I bet you're excited about that. Yeah. 
I don't know what the whole thing is now where they're just like, we got to diversify our portfolio and there's going to be like a different person playing Joker all the time and that they've just like thrown continuity completely out the window. All I think it's just they shit. need to fill up HBO Max. That's really what it comes down to is shit. We need more stuff on HBO Max. Uh, we'll do Harley Quinn. That'll be the show for oh. girls. We'll do uh, like Muppet Baby Batman and that'll be for little kids. And then we'll have the 13-year-old Batman. And then we'll do the sequel Batman animated series uh, to the 1992 one. And that'll be for uh, people our age. None I think we were thinking about was the, the Peacemaker series, the John Cena oh, P- Well, series. that's the new Rough House production, isn't it, Hans? Because they got Jody Hill to direct half the episodes and write them. Oh, oh yeah. That's right. Listen, I like I like the Suicide Squad. I thought that John Cena's character in that movie was one of the highlights of it. I'm fine with this series. I might even watch it. We'll see. Uh, I, I'm not gonna. Um, they also announced Aquaman two, which should be great for James Wan's career, who's That's doing great in Aquaman. He's Aquaman, just had Malignant. a stellar record. Malignant, yeah. classic film, classic yeah. CSI episode. Retarded. Well, well, that's another one. This year has been insane for horror, man. And didn't that make its money back too? I I believe it certainly did. So yeah, what we're seeing here is that that is probably going to be if I mean the studios. It was very educational watching Seth Rogen appear on Corridor Crew, where they break down VFX and and you know, why they don't do miniature models or practical effects anymore. And the studio mentality is essentially is if it's older, it's obsolete. We have to do with whatever's the newest thing. And that's how these budgets climb up into the hundred million dollar range. That's why no time to die is nearly a billion dollars to make. Um, But as you're seeing the real way to make movies right now and make your money back and have success is going to be, doing these $10 million, $20 million mid-budget um, features, especially horror, I guess, that we're in that... I think we could go on the cusp of being in that type of era again if they listen to the money um, and being able to double, triple, quadruple that as opposed to putting all your money on one big project and hoping that pays off. So, I mean, we'll see. This, I, I think Halloween Kills being a big success at the box office and also being the movie that it is and having the the writer and director that it has is a great thing for the longevity of film and uh, the horror genre. For sure. I just hope the third one is more bonkers than this one. Like it has to go that way, right? I hope they don't go back to serious like that Star Wars. No, I think that would be out of step, right? And they did these two back to back. I think it's already shot or mostly shot. So I have a feeling it's going to only amp things up and get wackier. Yeah, I'm hoping totally so. it kind of ditches all that like we need to kill them bullshit, and that we're now we're just gonna see it like take action in full effect. Laurie's gonna be all like back on her feet. Uh, I have a feeling too, because uh, I they talked about it a while back. I think there's a time jump between uh, kills and ends. Mm-hmm. I don't think ends picks up right where kills leaves off. Uh, I think it's going to be next year's Halloween. Uh, so uh, I could obviously be wrong about that, but uh, I think he might have even mentioned something on that newest uh, Last Drive-In when David Gordon Green was on with Joe I didn't Bob. catch that. I heard that uh, that turned out to be no Halloween movies and people were very pissed off and disappointed, yeah. so then I never checked it out. But Zero Halloween movies, but the interview is interesting. It's definitely worth like scrubbing through and watching that. That's uh, that could be great. That could be like, you know, you think about it this way, like when Donald Trump got elected and then a bunch of people just had to live with Donald Trump as president. What if they just have to live with Michael Myers in the town? Michael Myers runs for governor. Michael Myers runs for mayor of Haddonfield and they just got to live <laughs> with him. They're just well, stuck I, with him for I the said, year. I said earlier, that's why I think ends might pick up with, uh, you know, that final scene where Tommy and everybody gets butchered. And then, like, re-show that and then probably flash forward 
because uh, I know they had mentioned that idea before, but I don't know if they like mentioned if they solidified that or not. But I think it's going to flash forward to next Halloween and just basically reset the clock and go full tilt. But everybody's going to live in fear for a year, knowing that Michael Myers killed Tommy and got away that night and he's not gone. So yeah, what are they going to do without Tommy? Manifested deeper and everything. Uh, and I like, I don't know if you guys are really like so into it. You have any real like predictions or anything for it, but I, the only thing I really had was I think Ben Tramer is going to show up, uh, who's always just been a character that's been mentioned a bunch. And Hawkins mentions him in the hospital when Laurie's like talking about the night they almost like made out or whatever and became a thing. Uh, but he thought she was sweet for Ben Tramer uh i always kind of thought he was going to be revealed as karen's like real dad and allison's grandfather Mm. and laurie was just like divorced from him or whatever but he's always been this weird character that's mentioned and in one of the movies he's like dressed up as michael myers trick-or-treating for halloween and gets run over by a cop because the cop thinks he's michael myers it's hilarious Uh, scene by the way when dr loomis is pointing his gun at the kid and the kid just gets run over yeah and the 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 police car crushes him against the truck and explodes. Yeah. So funny. It's so <laughs> off timed though. So you can see the dummy like slowly lay down yeah, on the yeah. hood of the car and then the thing bursts yeah. into flames. Yeah. That's Ben Tramer. So uh, if he's not uh, like Lori's ex-husband and Karen's father, he'll probably just get run over by a car or he'll rip up for a scene and hit Michael Myers with a car and be like, what's up and they'll be like oh my god ben tramer because <laughs> it'll just be another big like thing for the fans but i don't know what else they could do at this point that they haven't already like made a nod to or anything like that so i'm imagining this last one's just going to be like a slaughter fest and uh it's either you know it's going to pick up right where it left off and we're about to see a halloween that takes place completely during the daytime uh which there was a bunch of talk about that but none of that was confirmed either so it's it's that or they flash forward a year do it all again if if they handle it that way wouldn't it just essentially be the purge because we've already got the idea of like the town ramping up and going nuts to to take this one guy down it's blumhouse yeah and if they know what the date is then I mean, maybe you wind up with like a home alone situation where every house is booby trapped or something, or the Myers house is specifically. I, I, he's probably going to be very easy to find, I would imagine, yeah. if they want to go looking for him between uh, the two holidays. I don't know. I, I'm, I, I don't want to make any predictions regarding it because uh, it'll probably be wildly off. I have a suspicion, though, it's not going to be what anybody expects it to be. That's all I really have a vibe of. The feds are going to come in. It's Michael Myers versus the National Guard and the FBI. Yeah, it'll be the opening of Jason Goes to Hell, and that'll be that. You think they would go, like, full supernatural like that at this point? (laughs) Yes. Like, throwing people 10 feet in the air and shit? I don't doubt it at all. They have to have some, some direction to go in. It seems like they want to create a new terrain that hasn't been explored before and do something like legitimate i guess that that that's not just fan service necessarily um because as much fan service that that was found in this movie it didn't really it was never well let's recreate this moment it was always just this is part of this and let's move on and do something completely new so that that's i think what they're probably going to wind up doing but you never know maybe maybe it'll just be a complete remake of season of the witch maybe they won't have michael at all it'll just be the halloween mass and silver shamrock and you'll never know what happens he just won that's it they mashed the last like five sequels into one movie it's like season of witch with a little bit of a the Samhain cult (laughs) yeah you'll see michael on the television set at the local bar and it'll be playing halloween as the town's telling the story about michael yeah Tommy Doyle's still alive. Their heads. It's the real Tommy Doyle. <laughs> yeah. Be great. We're going to find out in a year from now if that trippy De Palma scene was just a dream the whole time and none of that was actually real. Uh, I read it wrong uh, the whole time. Oh, God, I hope not. I'll read Karen's the. I'm going to read that alive. script again. Tommy's still alive. No, keep him dead. No, keep bring Tommy back. Wasn't the Will Patton character killed in the 2018 Will one? Will Patton they is like it? straight up dead dead in that first movie i thought so 
he's still fine. Yeah, like they they he like pokes him so deep in the neck, like if like <laughs> get it's a movie, but fuck man, the fucking the uh scalpel goes like halfway into your neck and then the doctor like pulls it out all wiggling it and shit. Like you're fucking done for. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you <laughs> laid there all night, like uh any it's almost more believable that the doctor with the caved in skull would come back. Like sure. Yeah, I, 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 I thought I could have sworn he was like very clearly killed in that movie by the yeah. rogue doctor, but uh, no, he's fine in the hospital having a having a conversation with Laura. He's not pale at all from losing all that blood either. He's just yeah, bleeding. He's out perfectly for with it. Two hours on the side of the road. So that's what I want. I want Tommy Doyle brought back so he can get revenge and end Halloween. Doesn't I, Tommy Doyle just get whacked in the head with the baseball? Yeah, that's the last. No, he gets stabbed in his heart. <laughs> well, we don't he's, know he's trying heart. to hit him with the bat, and then Michael yeah, just no, stabs but him. In his he heart. stabs him, and then when Tommy hits the ground, the last shot you see is Michael swinging his bat down on him, old uh, Huckleberry. And then it cuts to Karen going upstairs, and all the music cuts out. Well, uh, maybe it was actually the stomach and not the heart, Hans. Maybe it was yeah. just uh, it got caught in the rib cage. He'll be fine. Mm-hmm. He's, he's gonna, gonna be he's gonna be Michael. There it is. He he gets he's not dumpy anymore in Halloween ends. It's a year later. <laughs> he's cut to fucking ready to party. Uh it would listen, I would not put it past them if it was like Michael winds up dying of natural causes somewhere in the house. They just find the body of Michael this. in the house. And he just passed away peacefully in his in his sleep. Yeah. He's sixty so. he's supposed to be sixty one in Halloween kills. He's an old motherfucker. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to get into that. When when that movie comes out, we'll have to have you back on, and we'll we'll talk about that and unpack that, or uh, maybe we'll do some other horror in the meantime, or or DC, or we'll we'll see what happens. But that has been movie for this week. Movies, excuse me. Just this is two a.m. show, and I'm uh, I'm very sleepy now. Uh, where can okay. people find you on the internet, Spencer? Uh. Death Curse on YouTube. I'm part of a huge group of comic creators on there that make all sorts of weird shit. Uh, we fuck around on there. We get our own little podcast that's sort of just like a comedy podcast that's completely removed from all the comic book shit. And then I'm just a rooster underscore puncher on Twitter, I believe. Uh, I'm around over there, dicking around. I pop up from time to time. Uh, but yeah, thanks for having me on. Sorry, ranting over you guys so much, talking about all these <laughs> no, fucking that's wacky horror movies. That's great. We got two episodes out of that. We I mean, we're going to do two episodes no matter what, but we wound up two episodes that are going to be completely Halloween themed. So also, Perfect. thank you, Loris, for for dressing like a pumpkin to come do a Halloween episode. Yeah, absolutely. Season appropriate. Theme. You like the the background <laughs> here where we have little festive. Uh, yeah, it's, autumn. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Hans, your H word name on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. No Hansa can dose on it. All right. Well, that's been movies for you. Look very tired, Hans. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm just you know I'm a person of uh, the H, and it's midnight here. So <laughs> how much more can we talk about Halloween? Get a good my my hot milk. It's only midnight. <laughs> Listen, it's two a.m. for Spencer and I. Okay. Yeah. You can you can tough right. it out. Anyway, but you get up early or something. Anyway, it doesn't matter. That's been movies for this week. Thank you for listening.